everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Of course. Although it's been several weeks <laughs> since <laughs> right? Christmas. But right. anyway. I had a very good Christmas. I mean, yeah. not like gift-wise, not like, uh-huh. hey, I got you. It was, just, it was just a nice Christmas because mm-hmm. actually all the families stayed with their relative families. So my sister had her Christmas. My other sister had her Christmas. My brother has his Christmas. And I just went down to my parents. So it was just my parents and I. Ah, so um, you mean it was like nice because it was a small, like calm Christmas. Yes. Yes, indeed. And <laughs> despite the, uh, you know, the frantic of, you know, supply chain, will there be gifts arriving on time? Mm-hmm. We actually set out and did things early. Mm. So all of our gifts, um, you know, got to where they needed to go. And, you know, for the most part, it was, it was great as opposed to, oh, I got to do this great thing, but it's not going to get here because, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it was really nice. And my, my folks had a Christmas dinner with a, a couple friend of theirs mm-hmm. and it was just pleasant company it wasn't too many people it's just one other couple and wow very good you know, they did that they did that whole hey look at the time we gotta go yep. gotta go walk <laughs> the dog you know uh-huh. like okay bye merry christmas yeah that was, was great so it was nice That's awesome How about you it was good too yeah it was pleasant um same for me as far as gift wise you know i didn't really order anything online I did either everything in store or I had um, <laughs> I hadn't sent my Italy souvenirs yet to my p- family. So those oh. turned into Christmas presents, which was nice because <laughs> I was like, great, it's already done. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> my, uh, my sister called me. She went on a trip to um, Aruba with her best friend. Uh-huh. And uh, she called me and said, oh, my gosh, you know, your favorite author is there's a new book out. And I said, oh, that would be a, I would love to have that book on my shelf. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I ended up, I, she gave it to me for Christmas, which was great, but I wanted to get her the book in return, but she, she oh. likes the <laughs> Kindle. She likes to, you know, do uh, the Kindle mm-hmm. books and stuff, but because she was so jazzed up when she was telling me about this book, I'm like, she probably bought the book for herself in that moment. <laughs> and it turns out she did. So she I'm did. glad I didn't get her the Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the is this the lady that always has the numbers in the title? No, although I do oh. love that's Janet Ivanovich. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, okay. No, it's the um it's the Outlander series. It's Diana Gabaldon. Oh. She's she the book that's out that she just released is the second to last book. It is going to be the second to last book in the series. Mm. You know, it all started out as a trilogy and now like eight books later. Wow. <laughs> you know? So yes, Outlander has a new book out. So. But cheers. Oh, yes. Cheers. So for Christmas, Julie bought me ugly sweater, (laughs) ugly sweater brand wine. And it is ugly wine. (laughs) 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 I mean, I'll drink it and I love it, um, but it is not (laughs) But wine. it is not good not not a repurchase brand not no. one to put put in your photo album of wine i like <laughs> yes exactly it'll go with the uh it'll go with my vampire wine it'll go with it'll just right. be my holiday bottle out on the shelf wine not yeah go and get this wine i got the one thing that i really really wanted it was like the only thing i put in, it was like this is the only thing i want on my list and that was some nice, you can't tell, but really nice, high-quality 
Bluetooth wireless earbuds. They're the Beats Fit Pro or something. Yeah. Because I was so tired of getting these, like, knockoff brand ones being like, eh, it's fine. No, they're not fine. I can never figure out the pattern of, like, what plays and pauses and everything because each ear is different. There's something different. Yep. Or I have to physically shut the Bluetooth off of my laptop before I can connect it to my phone because it can't connect to two things at once. And it can't figure out which one you want. Right. And they're such a pleasure. They're just like, oh, "Oh, I'm connected to both the laptop and my phone right now at the same time. And I didn't have to do anything. And it's not going to, like, screw anything up. Nice. And I know it's a very simple pattern. You know, it's just like Mm -hmm. one one press does pretty much everything except go forward or backward. And it does this really cool thing where if you hold and press, it will switch in between uh, noise canceling and something called like transparency mode, where mm-hmm. it almost amplifies or uh, or maybe microphones the people talking around you because you can still hear the music, but you can very clearly hear other people talking to you as well. Wow. It's so like when I first did it, I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Next thing you know, you're going to start listening to those. Um, what are those recordings that people like because it like stimulates your ears because of the sound? It's like. Oh, ASMR. People... Yes. You're going to start listening to those. No, I'm now. not. I hate ASMR. <laughs> I've tried it. It makes me like want to throw oogie? up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Shall we get started on this freaking sad as hell episode? <sighs> yes, please. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Season 2, episode 17. (laughs) Heart. I'm going to leave it at that. A (laughs) mauled body with its heart missing. The Winchester brothers know that means one thing. A werewolf. And tonight the moon is full. Can they save a lovely girl from being the next gruesome fatality? Written by Sarah Gamble and directed by Kim Manor. And knocked out of the park. Yeah. I did not want to watch this again. Like, I remember it being sad even before. Like, once I read the synopsis, I was like, oh, God, I know exactly what episode this this is. And then I watched it, and I was like, it's even sadder than I remember. And then I had to watch (laughs) it again (laughs) to take my freaking notes. I was like, I don't want to do – don't make me do this. Please don't make me do this. I remember the reveal. So, like, when I saw what this was, I was like, oh, yes, I remember how this is. I did not remember the ending. So oh. when the ending happened, uh, I was like, wait, what? I, yeah. I, I literally was like, oh, d- is there another yeah. chapter? Did I miss? <laughs> I. Mm. It's also, I think, especially sad because, and spoiler alert, well, I will not reveal the ending. The thing is, in a show about supernatural beasties that has lasted 15 seasons, Werewolves are not like, like this is not a one-off episode of werewolves, right? They come back, yeah. And the canon turns into something different. So Absolutely. you watch this, and it's like this is this shouldn't this is not the only outcome. What are you talking about? <laughs> right in the moment. 
Yeah, exactly. But it's like, oh, man. Or no. even having watched, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where Seth Green is a vampire, and they just lock him in a cage during right? the, full mo- to the full moon. They're like, all right, that's how we deal with that. You know? Yep, they, they figured it out. Yep. Yep. And they all take turns watching him, you know, yep. depending yep. on what the night is. Okay. So had they only watched Buffy, right. they would have known. Just get yourself Hello? a library with a cage in it. You'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe they just were in the wrong town. Although San Francisco probably does have a library with a cage in it. Probably. All right. Speaking of San Francisco, I don't have any MapQuest moments with San Francisco. I've never been. Oh, well, having no, lived that's in LA true. For that's not years. true. That's not true. Oh. I did go. I did go. I did go on a trip. He was there to ah. see an opera. I did not go to the opera with him. Instead, I went to the Museum of Ice Cream, which I thought was going to be way cooler than it was. It sucked. It was just one of those stupid Instagram things. Like, you pay 40 bucks to go take cool Instagram photos because it's got, like, really cool backdrops or props and things. I was like, this is so lame. I literally wanted to learn about ice cream. And there's there were, like, three three facts splattered around about ice cream. Oh, that sucks. It totally sucked. That sucks. <laughs> but San Francisco, oh, very, very cool, cool place. Did you at least ride the trolley car? Yeah, so we rolled a trolley car, went by the beach, and walked the boardwalks. And, uh, Did you go and get some sourdough at the pier? I don't remember. We were not – I wasn't there very long. It was like a weekend, like a long weekend, and that was it. So mm-hmm. – one of my favorite things, I, uh, I've i been in San Francisco a, a million times just because, again, lived in L.A. for 20 years. So the drive up the up the coast is is pretty easy. I mean, it's still like a seven-hour drive. But, yeah. you know, once you're on your way, you're on your way. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite things is um, on the pier, there's all those little, like, um, shops and bistros and things like that. Inside, I think it's Pier 54? There's a, a cheese shop called the Cowgirl Creamery, uh-huh. and it makes the most amazing cheese. I I found some of it here. Like they now they now have they've actually gotten big enough that like Whole Foods has picked up some of their cheeses, and I just wow. love it because their their logo is like a, a cowgirl on a horse, you know, with their hat in the air. Yeah. And it's Cowgirl Creamer. I I just love it. Great cheese, great store, great marketing. Mm-hmm. Um. Shout out if you want to sponsor us, Cowgirl Creamery. Um, <laughs> I've run across the Golden Gate Bridge, which was one of my bucket list things was to, mm-hmm. to run Very the bridge. Cool. Yeah. And honestly, while it's really cool, it is so windy that there's like a little bit of a fear factor involved. <laughs> oh. Like, am I just going to get like foofed right off yeah. the bridge? Oh, God. Um, I mean, it just kind of gives you that feeling because especially yeah. when you when there's parts of the bridge where you're running over and it is just grates. It's so yeah. you can look down, oh. you know. <laughs> yeah. I I have a good time in San Francisco. Um, I just it's it's just not an easy city to navigate just because of traffic, right, and stuff like that. So, um, but I I love San Francisco. We open up without a recap again. There's no then and now. Again, I thought that it's like, did I skip? Did it automatically skip over? Nope. Nope. This is a fully packed episode because they even use the teaser as part of the episode. That's right, because it kind of start. I mean, this one did do the whole like monster happens before the boys are involved. Sure. Thing. Yes. 
But I guess because um, they then, you know, the girl that's like the focus of the teaser, uh, mm-hmm. Madison, she then is just in the episode the entire time. She's like right. basically a third lead for right. this episode. Yeah. Um, Love her. Oh, I did too. Love her. Emmanuel so Boje. Yes. Probably killing her last name, but I think it's Boje. Um, she was great. I was like, I know her, but specifically I didn't know her. I think maybe mm-hmm. I knew her from this episode. Honestly, maybe. Yeah. Um, Cause she was on like CSI New York and two and a half men, but I didn't recognize her from those shows. No, but she's also so. been in like a ton of like supernatural and horror type things. Oh, okay. Which is how she got this gig. Uh, Cause like Kripke knew her from like a couple of things, but. Oh, okay. I, I don't know her from those because I didn't really watch horror movies, but, but she was in a couple of the Saw movies. Ooh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes, she was fabulous and gorgeous and quirky and cute and love her. Yeah, she was kind of like the girl next door, but it's like without without being – she wasn't too casual. She, no, she, she wasn't was, like an ingenue either. Right. She wasn't right. that like, oh, save me. Yeah, no, she was her own person, but she was mm-hmm. this really cool person and yes, loved her. Yes. Uh, so anyway, she is at a bar with some of her girlfriends. You know, they're having a good time. It's probably after work, happy hour. And one of her, we assume a co-worker, uh, comes up to her and starts terribly hitting on her. And like, oh, I need to, we both need to go back to the office late tonight <laughs> to go sign some paperwork. We've got to send those things off. Yeah. And she's not falling for it. She's like, mm-hmm. Okay, right. <laughs> Keep going. Keep trying. Try again. Oh, but at least you know he what? admits it. He's like, yeah. uh, this isn't working, is it? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no. In fact, I've already called you a cab. <laughs> yeah. Not Night. tonight. See you tomorrow. <laughs> but all smiles, you know, yes. not not being a jerk and not being a mom. Just like, nope. To yep. All taken care of. So the boss leaves. You know, he's like, strike. Yep. <laughs> strike. So he leaves with no more, no more fuss. But as, um, uh, what is, uh, what's the character's name? Madison? Yes. The, the girl. As, as Maddie's watching her boss leave, she sees this guy sitting in a bar just looking at her. He's mm-hmm. like in the bar and he's at a table and he's just looking at her. And he's kind of this kind of scruffy looking guy. Um, and he's not just looking at her. He's like staring at her. Yeah. No expression on his face. Just like looking directly at her. Yeah. And she turns away and looks back and then he's gone. And uh, and I think Maddie's a little freaked out by that. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go. So she mm-hmm. calls it a night with her friends and uh, and heads out to her car. And of course, this is like typical scary movie setup. You know, girl by herself walking to her car, walking at a clip pace, you know, and like, I'm yes. gonna, I got to get to my car. And then there's like, do I hear something? And she hears a noise, you know, oh, mm-hmm. it's just a dog, you know, knocking over garbage. a garbage can. Gets in her car with no incident and drives away, which, of course, that whole time I'm like expecting something to, to you know, leap yeah. out at her. Yeah. Which it yeah. doesn't. But as she drives away, out comes creepy guy from the shadows Yes. And watches her drive away. Yes. You know, yes. Yes. that she same doesn't, look on his face. Yeah, she doesn't see him, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then it's the next morning. She's back at the office. She's making coffee, you know, filling up the coffee pot. But then she clocks 
something on the wall in front of her, and she stops filling up the coffee pot. There's a giant blood smear on the door, and the door is ajar. And she can kind of peek and see a hand, like, hanging off the table, all bloody as well. She slowly approaches, she opens the door, and then sees said boss man who had been, you know, poorly flirting with her the night before, (laughs) sprawled on the table, slashed. Slashed. Bloody. Ribbons. uh, Yeah. And scene. And scream. (laughs) Scream. (laughs) Insert scream. And title splash. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so the the next scene we see is there uh, uh, Sam and Dean are in the morgue with the with the body <laughs> with the torn to shreds body. Oh, it's it's just Sam. It's just oh, Sam it just with Sam? the lady. Yes, and she's oh, pulling okay. out the body and and she's like, "Well, we don't know what attacked him." And he's like, "Come on now. Off the record, what <laughs> oh, do you yeah. think it is?" Well, off off if- off off the record. <laughs> I would call it a wolf. Right. But I'm just going to say it's a pit bull because pit bull, I want to keep my job. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to point out this actress who was playing the coroner. Yeah. Her name's Terrell Rothery. Uh-huh. And she is from Stargate SG-1. Oh, my she God. Surprising. Surprising. But she had a huge character on that show. So she was she was almost from start to finish character on the show. She played uh, Doc Frazier. So she was the compound's medical doctor. So she took care of all the the heroes when they got, you know, shot up on other planets and stuff like that. And she was great. I had a haircut very similar to hers for a very long time. (laughs) The flippy out, you know. Yes, little little bat girl flips. Oh, yes. Yes. I called it the Josie and the Pussycats haircut because Rachel Lee Cook and that had that haircut. I always yes. wanted that flippy flip, but my hair wouldn't do it. So I'm a little <laughs> jealous of you in the past. You know who else was from Stargate? In this episode? Yes. Uh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, I'm maybe so ha- I missed it. I'm Wait. so happy right now. <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to tell me. I'm going to be like, oh, yes, I knew that. But maybe I didn't. Go ahead. Creepy guy. What? Yep. Patrick Curry is his name. Oh, G- oh my gosh. Curry. He's an amazing character actor. <laughs> he's Now, this is why I didn't recognize him, because he's the character who always does the prosthetic makeup on the shows, like as an alien. Uh, he's listed as fifth. Like yep. that's his name on Stargate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. No, I know exactly. <laughs> I know exactly this, but is he's always in prosthetics oh wait no i'm lying to you that's an absolute (laughs) lie patrick curry oh my god he's fifth he played one of the biggest nemesis on the show he was he was quote a replicator um i didn't recognize him at all (laughs) oh sammy for the win (laughs) wow see i'm also trying to be quiet in my room but wow good catch (laughs) I didn't look him up. I did not look him up. And I'm so glad I didn't because you would have been like Valerie enough with the Stargate. <laughs> so I, I find it interesting that I've been fooled by by two different hairstyles now. Like, I didn't recognize <laughs> the um, the woman from Roadkill as being uh, Cylon oh, 5. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because she had blonde <laughs> hair as a Cylon, but was a brunette on... 
And apparently Patrick Curry had curly hair on Stargate, so I couldn't possibly recognize him with straight hair <laughs> on, uh, on Supernatural. It doesn't say much for my super observant <laughs> skills that I pride myself on. All right. Moving on. So Detective <laughs> Sam uh, is in the morgue still um, with the Stargate lady. Yes. And she says, it's probably a wolf, but going to say a pit bull. And he's like, well, let me guess. The heart was also missing. And she's like, yeah, how did you know? How did you know that? Lucky guess. (laughs) It's not the first time they've said lucky guess. I know. So no heart. I find it interesting, though, that like Supernatural at this point hasn't reached the level of gore um, where they would show us like a gaping chest cavity. I mean, yes, the guy when he was, you know, slaughtered on his his uh-huh. desk in the office was pretty bloody yeah but we haven't gotten quite that gory yeah yet. The... so now they're back at the motel dean is like packing up weaponry because they already know what it is missing heart a se- yeah several bodies being found around the time of the lunar cycle each month all with missing yep. hearts werewolf woo we know how to do it yes (laughs) yes that's why i was just like a he's stoked it's a werewolf because they haven't seen one since they were kids and b they already know what to do with a werewolf like cut very cut and dry yeah silver bullets look we even have the silver bullets right Mm -hmm. here yes um so there's a couple of outtakes on this scene which i loved because it starts out with uh because like during this whole scene jensen's sitting on the bed like cleaning like field cleaning or field stripping his one of his guns and getting uh-huh. ready to like stuff like that and sam is you know telling him his discoveries mm-hmm. um jensen missed his lines um and jared makes fun of him for that and he's like every time you mess up your lines i have to stand up and sit down over and over <laughs> you know and, and jensen's like oh i'm so sorry why don't you deal with all the, the millions of props that I have to deal with and get your lines out? He's like, what do you have to do? Just open a beer, you know? And Jared's like, well, yeah. So they, they do the scene again. And the next time they do it, Jared can't open the beer. So he gets to that point and Jared, like, he's like, can't, get, you know, cut. And then the next thing you see is they're doing the scene again. And Jensen has now since broken the gun that he was working with. Like, like he like, he went to just like cock the slide. I yeah, think, yeah. you know, just do that pullback. And he went, uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> so like just back and forth, each one of them, like while, bu- while busting each other's balls ended up then yeah. messing up themselves. And he's oh, like, <laughs> broken. So that, those are my outtakes. So when I saw the scene come up, I was like, Oh, I love these outtakes. <laughs> I love the scene just for the outtakes. <laughs> what you like what's the next thing we do let's go talk to the witness who found the body so mm-hmm. and that's maddie mm-hmm. so they decide yep. to go track down maddie <laughs> they, they go and find her and they're still their aliases are still detectives yes. you know because because sam was a detective but they didn't say his name and their yes. detectives the way they introduce themselves this time is a uh, detective landis and detective dante yes <laughs> dante i didn't know but um landis i did know and uh, so, what is it? Uh, Joe, yeah, Joe Dante directed The Howling, and uh, John Landis directed American Werewolf in London. Yes. But also directed Thriller, you know, Michael Jackson's Thriller that had a werewolf oh. in it. 
And if you get a chance, put this on your list of movies that uh, that you and I have said you need to see. If you haven't seen it, American Werewolf in London, (laughs) put it on your list because it is so good. Really? It is so good. Um, It's it's got humor in it, but it's a scary movie. And it's um, it's is is it before or after the Paris one? Is that a movie? That's Uh, a movie, right? American Werewolf in Paris or something like that. You could be thinking of an American in Paris, which is a Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> which is a jazz number. Um, but no, an American Werewolf in London, um, as far as I know, is the only movie okay. of that. And it was one of the John Landis was at the time he was an amazing director, but he got blacklisted because when he he directed um, a couple of Twilight Zone episodes, uh, one actor was killed, <clears throat> beheaded by helicopter blades. And a child was killed on set. Yeah. And it was one of those, he broke like all safety protocols type of thing. Like they shouldn't have been shooting. This child shouldn't have been on set. They were past hours, you know, all that stuff that they shouldn't have been doing. And an accident happened and and an actor was beheaded and a child was killed. I don't remember how the child was killed, but so it was after that, like, uh, so anyway, yeah. American Werewolf in Paris was 1997. Okay. So London was 1981. So much. Yes. All right. All right. But it does exist. It does exist. Okay. Okay. So, yes. So they talk to Madison. Her neighbor, Glenn, is there. It's a little awkward. (laughs) Wearing like a Mission Christian Church t-shirt or something like that. Another gorgeous apartment, by the way. Yes. Uh, Turns out that she was that guy. His name was Nate his assistant for like two years very funny moment where she was like i mean he was fine he did hit on everything within a five mile radius and dean had like the <laughs> dumbest face on he was just like like me yeah and sam was like yeah i can understand <laughs> exactly that what you're talking about yep. yeah but you know, she was like, hey, he's pretty harmless. He, he didn't really have any enemies except my ex-boyfriend who came in and punched him in the face unannounced. <laughs> All right. Yep. And then ended up stalking me. Yes. Turns out he's the creepy guy that she saw at the bar. And so the boys decide that they need to go check out the ex-boyfriend just for safety's sake, if anything, you know, right. and also because... You know, if you were a werewolf and you punched this guy in the face, you probably came back and ate his heart. You yep, know, he's not? he's like suspect number one, I would say, at this yep. point. The camera stays on her for a while. She's back in her apartment. She hears like a dog barking outside, <laughs> peers yeah. out the window and sees creeping uh, Kurt. Uh, Kurt was his name, I think? Kurt, yeah, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. Sees him and like she kind of backs away for a second. Goes back to look again, and he's gone. He's really good gone. at this disappearing act thing, where right? He's just Appear, like there, disappear. yeah. Gonna, and then two seconds, I'm gonna gone. glare Later at you, gone. and then mm-hmm. disappear. Yeah. yeah, the boys are at his apartment, searching around like they broke in. But it's like while they're in there, it looks like the camera gives you the impression that there's something watching them, because yes. it kind of has this weird, like I want, I call it watery. It's kind of a watery look to. Mm-hmm. It's not just a straight camera shot. There's like something. There's some effect happening that makes it look yeah. like it's something's watching them. Yeah, yeah. It's like from a point of view of somebody or something, but also yeah. has like a if you had like contacts in or something, you know, and it was distorting the vision. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It wasn't clear. Um, so after they look around a little bit, Dean hears a noise outside, like a. a 
crash or screech or something, goes out the window and sees these giant, deep claw marks trailing down the wall, like from his little balcony. From like, yeah, like second or third story. It's like, yeah. Like this wolf parkoured from the balcony onto the wall and just like (laughs) drove itself down. (laughs) They're like, huh, clue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Out on the street now, there's a cop who is hearing hearing the same crash that the boys heard and is like, hey, you know, what's going on out here? And you start to, you hear a noise and then you see that same POV, that same point of view look, like something's Mm -hmm. like looking at the cop and it's not a person. And uh, and then you hear like rar, (laughs) (laughs) animal grrrs and snarls, and you the cop kind of screams, and uh, you you assume the the cop is now fighting with, or if not being you know dismembered by a wolf. (laughs) Right, right. Since the boys upstairs, they hear a gunshot from downstairs while they're looking, and then they rush down there, guns ablaze. They're just out, I guess, not really ablaze, but they go searching and behind the dumpster, they find said cop, indeed, pretty almost dismembered or slashed and thrashed, just like the guy from the opening was. Holy bloody mess. Yep. So they're like, we got to go check on Maddie. Yes, because it's safe to assume that Kurt is uh, Cujo. (laughs) Cujo, right. Which I have not seen. I have not seen that movie, but I was aware of the reference. Yes, well, yeah. put it on your list. It's actually not a good movie, but we can put it on our list so that we can understand our references. I mean, if you don't know Cujo, even if you haven't seen the movie or read the book, you know what the reference is. Right. You know, I've read a Goosebumps book that was basically Cujo. Okay. So. Good dog goes bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, they go back to check on Madison. Glenn is also there. He opens the door instead of Madison or his own door. You know, it's like, hey, everything all right? He's like that, that snoopy neighbor. That, that you know, that's neighbor. Always, who like hears you just walking down the hall. Yeah. Okay, Madison, let's just go inside and talk about it. They ask if Kurt had been there and she's like, oh, I mean, not really. He was outside my window for like a creepy moment. But and so now they have a plan of he's like, okay, well, one of us needs to shadow him. And one of us needs to stay here with you as, like... Protection. Protection, as, as yes. cops will sometimes do. <laughs> and Dean's like, okay, bye. I'll, yeah. you know, I'll, stay and I'll stay with the hot chick. You go, you go chase down the dog. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, why do you always get to, to stay with the hot girl? You know? And Sam's like, I mean, Dean's like, because I'm the older brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now get going. And Sam says, No. Um, we're not doing it that way. And this is, I love this. So then they do rock, paper, scissors to decide yes. who gets to stay with the girl. The first time and they ever do rock, paper, scissors. This nope. will, not the last time. Not the last. Oh my gosh. So they do rock, paper, scissors and Dean chooses scissors. <laughs> and Sam's like, always with the scissors. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm always going to win. It's always with the scissors. <laughs> This comes up to another outtake. This episode mm-hmm. riddled with outtakes. Like oh, the, the sure. blooper reel was mostly from this episode. <laughs> it's it's a funny, it's a funny little outtake. It's really quick where they do the boom, 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 scissors, you know, uh-huh. boom, boom, boom. But um one of them made a mistake and choose choose the wrong, um, chose choose. I said choose <laughs> chose the wrong thing to do. 
Uh-huh. And uh, they went to go back and do it again, but the other person wasn't on board with where they were in the lines and with, and it just turned into this, no, 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 you're supposed to do rock. No, 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 you were supposed to do, sit. no, it, you know, and now they're fighting yeah. about, you know, in the meantime, <laughs> everyone offset is like, just take it from whatever. They're like, shut up, we, we got this. You know? <laughs> so Dean has to leave and chase down the dog. Yes, because he chooses uh, scissors twice. He wants to do two out of three <laughs> and then he does scissors again. Yeah. Sam is just like, well, bundle up out there, buddy. It's cold. Sorry. Yep. Stay with the hot chick. Yep. He's not oh, nearly so as funny. good as Dean at this, though, because he's so awkward there sitting oh, at the kitchen table with Madison. Gosh. And she's just kind of like, oh, I'll wait. I'll play the game. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you're not going to talk to me. You're not going to. All right. I'll just go about my every day. Right. Then. You want to sit on the like- couch? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I'll just bring out my basket of my panty collection and start folding it right in front of you. <laughs> Boop. Boop. And she even has that face like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, this is just what I'm going to do. That was a good move. Good move. So he's like, excuse me, I think I will go yep. sit on the couch <laughs> away from your delectable panties. <laughs> and then, but even sitting on the couch, he's like, mm. Kind you know, he poor just, guy. No, can't think of anything to say. You know, he wants to. He wants yes. to say something, but he just yes. can't. In the meantime, uh, Maddie had told Dean that Kurt used to work at a body shop. So mm-hmm. Dean went off to the body shop to see if he could find Kurt there. He's not there. But one of the guys at the body shop is like, yeah, he hasn't been here for a while. But if he's not here, I know where he would be, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Dean's like, all right, I'll go where he he would be back at Maddie's fabulous mm-hmm. apartment. Maddie just takes things into her own hands and sits on the couch. And she's like, fine, if you're going to be here. I'm going to watch my shows and you're just going to have to deal Suck with it. it up. Yep. And so she clicks on her soaps <laughs> and starts watching her soaps, which I love. I don't, I'm not familiar with all my children, but apparently that's what they were watching. Yeah. I had to look it up. Cause I was like, is this like, did, are they watching the one that Jensen used to be on? Is that like that's a what I was hoping. internal call out? It's not, but no. But apparently it was a, a story arc that we should have been familiar with because it was kind of, you know. Yeah, I, I do like that it was a real story arc within like yeah. a real soap opera. It wasn't like a fake one. Yeah, real um, couples, real real storyline, real, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. who's cheating on who and what a jerk. I can't believe yeah. that. Was, you know. Yes, and they totally... do the whole trope where like the guy is like totally not interested in the soap opera. But then by the end of the episode, Sam's like totally into it, asking questions. He's like, oh, my God, yeah. what? Yeah, and then totally hooked on it the same way girls get, which is like, I can't believe he cheated on her what a jerk uh-huh. yeah <laughs> maddie jumps on that she's like aha now this is your favorite show isn't it <laughs> <laughs> so like he's finally loosened up around madison you know after like joking around about the soap opera and he takes it upon himself to finally start a conversation with her and he's asking about kurt he's like you don't seem like the type of girl that would be like oh, yeah. with that type of guy and she's like right. yeah I mean, it's not like he came in with a resume that said he was you know, violent. <laughs> Punch somebody in the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was just too insecure to leave him. But then one day I got mugged, which kind of changed my life for the better because I finally started to take control of the bad things that were happening in my life. Yeah. And they have this really <laughs> cute moment where Sam's like, you're really unusual, <laughs> which is like a weird <laughs> compliment totally, to give. Yeah. Not but he's smitten. 
Yeah. He is. I mean, it's cute. He's like, I don't mean like crazy unusual, but you're really impressive. It's like what we were saying in the beginning, you know? Yeah. She's, she's her own person. She's cool. She's pretty. She's you know? sassy and sarcastic. You know, she's like, what? Yeah. Doesn't everybody think that an act of random violence is the best thing that ever happened to them? <laughs> right? Very right. just cute. Um, yeah. A smitten kitten. Yes. Sam. But before the Dean rudely interrupts. Not that he knows what's going on, but he rudely right, interrupts. He calls by calling and saying, hey, I've tracked him down. Um, I'm working on, you know, keeping an eye on him. Yeah. And Sam's like, all right, well, you know, keep keep watch. And he's like, all right, no worries. I will. And of course, as the camera pulls back, Dean is at a strip club and there's a girl, you know, dancing in front of him. And he's like, yep, I'm going to keep watching. But yep. on the other side of the, the bar is Kurt also yes. watching. Yes. So, so luck, lucky Dean, Dean he, yes. he fared well in this bed, I think. Yes. <laughs> Costing him a little bit of money because he does donate to the cause. Yes. Um, but, but he's like, oh, yeah, I'm on him. So. Back at the apartment, Maddie's like, all right, well, nothing's happening. I'm I'm just going to go to bed. You sit here on the couch. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she's kind of like she doesn't – she wants to invite him in, I think, but but doesn't actually want to put that right. out there and say, like, right. hey, exactly. will you hey. – I'll leave the door <laughs> open for you, you know. Um, <laughs> right. She, I think she's maybe hoping he will take the bait, and he doesn't. He's just like, okay, yeah. well, I'll be out here. I'll so. be out here. Standing guard. Yep. yep. If you need yep. anything, just, you know – Call out and I'll uh, be here. Oh. So Dean has followed Kurt back to his apartment, back to the claw marks <laughs> apartment. Yeah. And, uh, and is just in the alley outside kind of looking up into the windows. And he hears um, like a window being smashed. Yeah, he looks down for like five seconds to like check his gun. He's like making sure his gun's loaded. And yep. He does that. And while he's looking go. down, that's when the window smashes and he's like oh shit you know like he totally did not see what came into what the actually happened right yeah. so he goes running up the stairs kicks in the door and uh and sees kurt a bloody mess uh on the floor and somebody's on top of him and it's maddie and she is growling and snarling and she looks up at dean and does the <laughs> total uh-huh. horror movie <laughs> yeah. you know claws out teeth fangs bared her yep. eyes are like ice was ice blue or something and she yeah, just doesn't like mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she attacks dean she jumps on mm-hmm. dean knocks the gun out of his hand mm-hmm. and he's able to grab his uh silver boot knife and slash her mm-hmm. and she uh, hisses at him and runs and jumps out the window and runs away yes. but in the process, Dean, I mean, she knocked him pretty hard and he yeah. like passes out after he's uh-huh. able to slash her. So she jumps out the window, but Dean doesn't chase her because he boop, blacks out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Next morning, I'm assuming, or later that same. <laughs> right. I would say a few hours later-ish, uh, yeah. Sam receives a call from Dean, you know, being like, yep. well, Kurt's dead because he was killed by the werewolf and it's Madison. So it's good Madison. job. <laughs> yeah, it's like all you had to do was watch her, yeah. you know. And Sam's like, "What?" And he goes and he looks in the bedroom, and she's like curled up in bed, all yeah. comfy, cozy, you know, yeah. snoozy, snoozy. And he's like, "What are you talking about? She's right here. She never left the apartment." And Dean says, "Okay, I slashed her, you know. I slashed her on her on her arm, you know, 
can't miss that. Mm-hmm. And, and sure enough, he sees Sam sees as Madison wakes up and she's like, oh my God, where are my pajamas? Cause now she's naked in yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah. She thinks that Sam has done something to her. Like, why am I naked? But then Sam sees on her arm, on her naked arm, a slash mm-hmm. from Dean's silver blade. Yeah. And he's like, rut row. If only he said rut row. Um, no. Instead, he goes to the apartment door, locks it, you know, takes out his, I don't know, remember if he takes out his gun. gun. I'm assuming he, he takes does. out his gun. Yep. And and she runs up. She's like, what's wrong? What's going on? And it's like, where are you, where are you going? And she's like, neither of us are leaving I'm this going apartment. anywhere. Yep. Yeah. And then we cut to later on. She's been dressed. He ties her to, he's tied her to a chair and she's sitting there pleading for him to let her go and also being like, I was so stupid. How could I believe like the detective You're thing? Crazy. Which, yeah. Fair enough. You know, she never really did check for ID. She just kind of, that's a lesson for everyone yep. out there. Always yep. check ID, make sure that they're actual cops. Because from her <laughs> point, like when I was watching the scene and like from her point of view, I could totally see how crazy this all sounded because he's like absolutely doing this to protect you and you're a monster and she's like right. you're fucking crazy <laughs> you're crazy you're yeah you tied me to a chair you've got a gun you're calling you know. me a werewolf what the hell is your problem like right i woke up naked saying, you, know, you know yeah and she keeps saying i don't know what you're talking about i don't yeah. remember you i don't know what you're talking about yeah i don't know how i got this cut on my arm monsters aren't no. real she says she doesn't know. And uh, and Sam doesn't want to believe she's evil. You know, Sam, like, like Dean, well, Dean shows yeah, up. Dean, yeah, Dean arrives. And then Sam pulls and, him aside and is like, listen, I, she's telling me she doesn't remember anything. And I think that she's telling the truth. Right. Because he wants to believe she's not evil. Because even, because Dean's like, come on, she did it. You see the proof, mm-hmm. you know. But Dean's like, well, maybe she doesn't remember. Maybe when the wolf happens... It takes over and she doesn't remember. She's not doing this willingly. I mean, Sam yeah. wants to believe that she is a good person. You yeah. know, that she's not evil. She just has this thing. Yes, and, because, um, you know, that's what they've been saying about me, too. I'm yep, supposed to be evil, me. too. Yep. But look at me. Yeah. And so now he's grasping. He's like, he's like, okay, mm-hmm. what do we know about werewolves? You know, mm-hmm. maybe we can sever the bloodlines. Like maybe if she was only bitten recently, we can find the werewolf that bit her, kill that werewolf, yes. sever the bloodlines, and she'll, you know, stop wolfing. She'll stop be- being a werewolf. Yes. Because they and, bust out uh, dad's journal. That dad had a theory about that, apparently. Right. So it's kind of like vampires. You know, if you kill the head vampire, the one that turned everybody, then all the vampires go back. That was a Buffy thing, that if you killed the master... Um, all the all the vampires that they turned go back. I swear, I swear that's one of the things. No, it's not. Buffy. No, I could have. I could have sworn that if they, they killed, killed the master, master, they killed the master in Buffy, and there's still vampires there. The vamp, the master made Darla, right? Darla yes. was still a vampire, and Darla made Angel. I, I swear to God, this is coming from something. No, well, maybe I was thinking of werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> that if you killed you the might first have werewolf, been. you might have been you, thinking about that. I don't, okay. not off the top of my head. And I've read a lot of vampires. Okay. Speaking of, <gasps> yes, yes, I, I'm surprised we didn't. We haven't talked since then. No, we haven't talked since then. I was totally going to open with it too because I wanted to make a little tribute to her. But this is yeah. this is adjacent. Werewolves are yes. definitely adjacent to vampires. Yep. But 
a very, very heartfelt rest in peace to Miss Anne Rice. Anne Rice, yep. The queen of vampire fame. I thought that was really sad. I saw that headline. I was was like, like, oh, no. Yep. Uh, I didn't realize that she was, I don't want to say that old, but I didn't realize that she was. I didn't either. That the books were that old. (laughs) She was like 87. I was like, holy crap. (laughs) Right? Well, the books are not. The books, I think, were written in, like the most famous ones anyway, were written in the 80s, I think. Maybe the late 70s. So, but, but still, I did not think. I did not realize that she was in her 80s. In her 80s, exactly. So well, it's a very, like, long life, well-lived. Yes, sure. definitely rest in peace. So, As Kevin Smith you, would Rice. say, a big bucket of win for Anne Rice. But, oh, nice. Yeah. So, anyway, back to werewolves in Madison. Go back and- back to werewolves. Um, they're trying to think back to if – they're, they're going with the idea that if they, if they kill the first werewolf, then she'll be okay. So they're trying to think back to when she would have been bitten. Right. Um, and then and Sam remembers that, that she said she was mugged. So then they go back to interrogate her. And so she's like, uh, yeah, how did you know I was bitten? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they so, guess. It's like, did he bite you? It's like, did he bite how you? did you yeah. know? And and they look at the back of her neck. And sure enough, there's a bite mark on the back of her neck. And, you know, Dean's like, oh, it's a love bite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, okay. I mean, it read didn't the, kill her, but it did. Read, read the room, Dean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they also but, guessed that she was near Hunter's Point when she was mugged slash bitten. Because the, yep. earlier they established that all of the other bodies who were female, like hookers, uh, yep. were all killed by Hunter's In that Point. area. Yeah. Yep. And it's still the – and it was that lunar cycle – when it mm-hmm. happened so yeah. they're just piecing you know little bits together and they're like you must have been bitten then when you got mugged right right so they decide that um sam will stay and watch maddie you know she's still tied to the chair mm-hmm. um well sam pleads with dean just please go and just at least look for this werewolf this other werewolf okay like because dean's kind of skeptical he's like who knows if you know if it was even then if it if the, that war was still even out there and sam is just so desperate to save this girl and again he mentioned i, I think dean recognizes in sam the need to you know protect save her. this yeah, yeah. protect her yeah. but also recognize that she is not inherently evil you know she doesn't mean to be evil just like he's not trying to be evil even though people say he he is because dean doesn't argue you know like he he, doesn't he at one point he he just kind of says okay because you want this yeah yeah we'll we'll do this yeah i mean he he literally he takes a big step back from from the the black and white dean yeah of kill it yeah kill it kill it kill it and yeah. I and it's all because of Sam. It's because he's he's being empathetic with Sam. You know, yeah. he sees how Sam feels about this. Given that other times he's been like, I don't care what Sam says. This is right. how it's going to go. Right. This time he sees something in Sam. Yeah. And is willing to say, okay. But as he's leaving, he says, I'll leave. But you have to promise that if she turns, you kill her. Yeah. You know, and uh, and Sam reluctantly promises. Yeah. That if she yeah. turns and, and if she doesn't kill me, <laughs> in right? The process, it's just like, you know. I'll do what I need to do. Yeah, I will, but yeah. I want to do everything that we can first. 
So in the meantime, Dean leaves. And now Mm -hmm. Maddie is pleading with Sam Mm -hmm. to just let her go. Like Mm -hmm. she still thinks there's a little bit of cray cray happening there. So So, I mean, and and who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Right. (laughs) Right. But out comes like bedside Sam. Mm-hmm. You know, the caring, un- empathetic, you know, sympathetic Sam. And he's like, if uh, if things don't go well, you know, I'll untie you. Or, no, no. He says, if things go well, I will untie you and I'll walk out this door and you will never see me again. You know, like, that's it. I'm not here to do harm to you when this is over. I'm, I'm gone. I'm out of your life and you get to, to go on. And he says it in his, you know, bedside Sam manner. Yes, but I still feel like if if I were in Madison's position, not knowing what they said behind those closed doors and not knowing what these boys do, because he was just like, listen, I know that you're scared and I know mm-hmm. that you'll never believe me, but I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this to right. protect you. And if things go well, I promise I'll untie you. To me, it was just like, man... That's creepy. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. But it's still Sam trying to be. It is. Even, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Even when he knows yeah. he's coming off as psychotic, he's still just like, I have to, I have to be this person. Can't right. help it. It's in my right. DNA. Right. Um, so, I mean, I appreciate that. I mean, can you imagine though what yeah. Sam's trying to go through? It's like, he wants to be the hero, but clearly yeah. him being the hero is terrifying her. Yes. You know, on now on the city streets, talk about a trope. um, (laughs) There's a, a blonde girl walking down the the streets, you know, down an alley by herself. She's dressed somewhat scantily, not, not inappropriate, but just, she's dressed as, as a type, you know, she's got the short skirt, she's got the heels. Yeah. Well, I thought because they did mention earlier that they were all hookers that were yes. found dead yes. that she was supposed to be a hooker. She's supposed to be a hooker. I just don't like making those assumptions. You know, <laughs> I mean, honest, I mean, you can't, you cannot have uh, theater films, TV shows without t- character types. Cause otherwise right. you don't know who people are, you right. know, by the way they dress, by the way their hair is done, you know, yes, she's a prostitute and she's walking down an alley by herself. And it's that, you know, the wind is blowing and she's not. The fog is going. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And she's, you know, she starts to hear the sounds of, am I being followed, you know, Mm -hmm. and starts to walk a little bit faster in her heels, you know, (laughs) and, uh, and now she's, she's running scared and she is attacked by the beast. Something. Yes. Something jumps on her and the snarling and yes, the barking. Yes, because you hear, A, you hear a wolf howl in the distance. Yes. And then you also see the wolf vision camera, like, going yep. on, like, chasing up on her. Yep. And it finally does grab her and uh, and bring her down. And she, like, starts screaming and starts to get uh, dr- uh, drag, dragged, drug, pulled away. <laughs> dragged. <laughs> <laughs> Choosed. Yep. Yes. Um, Dean appears as the hero does, shoots the beast, and uh, the blonde runs away. And he's like, "You're welcome." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's still pretty sarcastic, Dean. Yes. Um, but as he he goes up to the to the werewolf that he just shot, and you see it start to change back mm-hmm. um, into uh, its human form, and it's Glenn. Yeah. 
it's Glenn and he's not dead. He's, he's, he's dying, but he's not mm-hmm. dead. And he's like, he's scared and he's confused. He's like, what, what's happening? What's going on? And I think Dean sees that it really is that the person really doesn't have any idea what the wolf is doing when yeah. they're a werewolf. Yeah. And, and he actually like reaches out to Glenn. He's like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Yeah. And trying to comfort Glenn. Yeah. And unfortunately, Glenn dies. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you can see this look of guilt on Dean's face too. Yeah. Like once he, he's dies, affected. He's like, oh. Yeah. He's affected by it. Yeah. yeah. And um, so but back while, to the uh, Yeah. While all yeah. this is happening, the, Sam is looking out the window at this like big, beautiful, gorgeous full moon. Uh, <laughs> and then behind him, I guess a sleeping Madison does in fact start to change. Her fingernails grow into like gross long claws. Gross long points. Her, yeah. yeah. Her eyeballs change color. She very easily rips herself away from the chair <laughs> and attacks him, like slashes him across the face. Yeah. He like kind of struggles to get away. He almost shoots her. Yeah. He has his gun out, almost shoots her. But then leads but her into able- the closet. Yeah. Is able to like duck at the last second mm-hmm. and she like flings herself into the closet and he shuts the door and locks her in yeah <laughs> as one does with a werewolf right so yeah. come the next morning um maddie wakes up in the closet and she's looking around inside the closet and it is just like clawed to hell i mean yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask you you know did you ever <laughs> before you moved out of the apartment like the final walkthrough. Did you uh-huh. look at your bedroom door? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because there were claw marks. I um, know. The and that's dogs. what I thought when I saw when I saw all the claw marks inside the closet. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> like what did the landlord say when he, you know, when he saw the claw marks? But that's what dogs do. You know, yep. you, if they accidentally get locked in a room or yep. if you're, you're not They just want to get inside. Yep. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. What, what were you thinking? I'm right here. Yeah. Um, but this closet was a thousand times worse than your door in the apartment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor Marvel. <laughs> but, uh, but she sees all these call marks and she's looking around and she, I think she realizes yes. that. When she also like, sees Sam's face, like he he's got like big gouge marks across his face, you know, and yeah, because he's the one that opens the door, wakes her up, and, and like, it's like, all right, well, it's morning. I t- yeah. yeah, I told you, you'll never see me again. I'm out of here. Yeah. And he leaves. He leaves, and so the next thing we see is Sam and Dean in the Impala, not really having a heart to heart, but you know, Dean actually says, "So you liked her?" Yeah. Yeah. They were speculating why Glenn decided to turn her instead of attack her. Yeah. It was like, well, maybe subconscious, maybe his primal self also had a thing for her because he kind of looks like you had a thing for her too. You know, he yeah. he's a slightly pokey older brother, but Yeah, but, but he, he eased back on it. Yeah, yeah. I think he was like, You you actually liked her. Yeah. Yeah. So while they're while they're having their discussion, um, Maddie comes up and knocks on the window of the Impala and she's like, you know, you guys, if you're if you're stalking me, this is a pretty, you know, conspicuous car to be yeah. sitting in, you know. And they're like, oh well, we just 
we're, you know, making sure. Yeah. You know, because pretty sure you're not gonna turn, but, but just in case. In case, you know, you might actually be a killer. Yeah. And she's like, Well, it's just come inside. If you're gonna mm-hmm. watch me, you might as well just come inside. Yeah. Like there's a level of acceptance here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the boys are like, All right. But yeah, you're right. A level of acceptance that's oddly high. Like she's just kind of like, Oh, I guess you were right. I am a werewolf. Like, that was, like, yeah. the one thing about this, and I, I get it, it was probably for time's sake, but, you know, there wasn't a lot of, uh, like, denial going on of, like, yeah. no, no, well, no, no, I, no, this can't be happening, this isn't real, right. What what's going on? She was just like, oh, I guess you're right, considering my closet and your face is all torn right. up. Right, exactly, exactly. I get it, it's good evidence, but. <laughs> yeah. So. They take the party upstairs. Mm-hmm. Still- well, like her and her and Sam like have a moment. I can't quite remember what they say, but I do remember them staring like very lusciously at each other. And Dean is just there in the middle. He's very aware. <laughs> he's the third wheel. <laughs> yes. And he's like, okay, well, since we've got a few hours to kill, let's like play some poker or something. <laughs> let's you do know. something. Yep. And uh, that's right. Because they're going to wait for sunup. Yes. Because they're like, well, how do we know? Like, do we wait for the moon to come up? You know, and Sam says, well, no, because you didn't turn until Uh well after the moon. Yeah, uh, was midnight or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we need to just wait until probably sun up. So they're like, "Okay, you know, what do we do? What do we do? Pass the time until (laughs) until then. And it's so funny because Dean's answer is to threateningly put his gun on the table (laughs) behind him. He's like, oh, no, no, don't mind me. Don't mind me. Go ahead. Conk. Yes. <laughs> right? And both Sam and Maddie, who are sitting on the couch, yep. like, turn and look at this, like, weapon now that's, even though it's behind them, it's between them. It between them. You know? Yeah. yeah. Very subtle. <laughs> so it was obviously a very tense night. But the sun does indeed rise, and she is still the beautiful Madison that she is, unwolfed. Yep. And they're like, yay! Yay! Outtake. I'm just going to insert. Here's an outtake. (laughs) Jesus, there were a lot of outtakes. I told you. There's a lot of outtakes. Um, The sun didn't rise. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever lighting effect they were waiting for to like bring up sun on their faces and Uh stuff, it didn't happen. So they're standing there. The three of them are in the window frame looking out, waiting for the sun to rise. They're like, look, the sun is up. The sun doesn't rise. So they're standing there and they're like, the sun didn't rise. <laughs> so the, what do we do? There's no sun. There's no sun. The sun didn't rise. So technical difficulties. I've done that. That's that whole, you know, standby lights and lights go. Oh, yeah. Lights go. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a foot big. The three of them just cracked up. They're like, there's no sun. There's no okay, sun. We're huh? supposed to be acting. There's, there's no sun. So the sun rises and they're like, all right, that's it. You're good. Yep. And, uh, and, Dean leaves. <laughs> Dean's like, so I'm going to leave you two to, I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you guys got something that I'm going to, I'm just, I'm just going to go. Yeah. Not subtle well, at all. Cause it doesn't even at- like put a fist up in the air. <laughs> a la, uh, what's yes. that guy from the breakfast club? Kind of yes. a little bit. Yeah. Well, breakfast, that's good enough. And the breakfast club fist up in the yes. air, rock on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and even Madison is like, you know, not cool. You know, yeah. she's like subtle. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, she, she thinks, thinks you're, you're going to get laid right you're now. You're going to get laid. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, you yeah, maybe they, they both can, wanted, maybe they do. Yeah, maybe they do. They both <laughs> wanted to be alone, and uh, and they have their jump on it. They, they have cow, a brown chicken. They have a Sam and Maddie jump on each other, and it's a pretty awesome sex scene. Yes, you know, not over There's the a, top. No, there's but, a lot of rolling around. I was just like, okay, there's like a lot of <laughs> a lot of movement. There's a lot of changing positions. Yes, um, but I think it was to work those beautiful covers into whatever yes. they were doing. Which yes. was a fabulous bed. And you had to have that that nice little uh, uh, um, chest shirt. moment. Oh, we yes. had to see his his. Pets oh yeah, we have and... to see shirtless Sam. We have to. Yes, and we did. It's kind of cheesy. Time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this is. <laughs> it, it started wasn't just off sexual like, tension. Yes, Sam. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Finally, take control. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. it was just like, oh, okay. I mean. Oh, look at that. They're cuddling. All right. They're, they're just smooching a lot. Okay. All right. <laughs> and this, it's a nice little cuddle scene where they're like falling asleep. They fell asleep in each other's they arms fell asleep. By, yes. by a nice cozy fireplace. And it's very Right? Sweet. When did they light the fire? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently a whole day had passed because <laughs> then it was like all of a sudden the moon had risen and Sam awoke right. to, to, to Madison who was back. Madison who is a wolf. Yeah. And she's like on him but like, Arr! But she leaves. Yeah, she jumps out the window. Yeah. <laughs> she chooses to not maul him to death, yes. to jump out the window and yeah. potentially go kill someone else. Uh, and Sam goes to find Dean. And uh, and he's like, oh, my God, she turned. She turned. And he's, he's so desperate. And he's yeah. so sad at the same yeah. time. Yeah. You know? Um, and Dean doesn't. Dean's not a jerk. He's like, no. We're going to find her. Yeah. You know, he's like, we're going to find her. And he doesn't say we're going to find her and put a bullet in her. And he's like, we're going to, we're going to find her. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go find Madison together. Yeah. Um, oh, no. He says, we will find her, Sammy. And my heart went click. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, it's just that, that brother can, he sees the connection that Sam has with this, yes. with this girl. Yes. And he's like, we'll find her, Sammy. And I was like, oh, God, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kills me. So clearly their plan didn't work. Yes, because they even, like, they called Bobby, and he even confirmed, it's like, no, severing the bloodline doesn't work. And they speculate maybe she has to be asleep in order to turn Wolfie, because she definitely didn't turn the night that they kept watch over her. You know, she was asleep in the chair when she turned the night before, and she was obviously asleep there next to Sam when she turned just then. Yeah, but Dean is like, you know, at this point, it doesn't matter, We, we have to... We have to kill her because yeah, she's just going to keep turning and she's going to keep killing. Yeah. He said, because nobody has the answer. This is all questions. Yeah. What if maybe this, maybe that. And Dean's like, the only answer is to kill her. Yeah. Part of her, even though, if not all of her, a part of her is evil. Mm-hmm. A part of her is the werewolf. Um, and of course, Sam has to say, you mean like me? Part of me is evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, so you're not willing to kill me, but, like, with her, you're just, like, ready to shoot her through the heart? Yep. And, and that's when Maddie calls. Yes. Yes. She's and she's lost. She doesn't know where she is. She gives them, like, a... a, a, a she sees a street sign or something. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, she's calling from a payphone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows what a payphone is? Right. Um, 
and she's naked <laughs> in a public yeah. payphone. Doesn't know how she got there, but they find her because they, you know, she found she found a street. The boys find her, um, and they tell her the truth. Mm-hmm. There, there is no cure. They t- they tell her the truth that they've come to. Dean tells her the truth. Sam yeah. is trying to sugarcoat it. He's like, "We'll find a way. We're going to keep re- researching." And, and Dean says, "No, yeah. you can't do that this time." Yeah, there's. No she cure. deserves to know the truth. Yeah, and all three of them are pretty bummed out by this. Yeah. It's not just like, it's not Dean being like, got to kill her. You know, it's him being matter of fact, but really bummed out about it. Sam being heartbroken right. about it. And Maddie being like, okay, because I don't want to kill. Like, did I kill somebody? Did I hurt somebody tonight? I don't know. And I don't want to be that thing that kills yeah. people. Yeah. Even if I don't remember it. And so at this point, um, I just want to say I stopped writing notes. <laughs> I stopped taking notes because I just wanted to watch. And when I watched it the second time, I was like, I'm not taking notes. I'm just going to watch because I just had to have, I, since I, the first time I watched it, I saw what happened and I was uh, confused. Mm -hmm. I'll just say I was confused. So when I watched it the second time for taking notes, I was like, and I got to this point and I knew what was going to happen. I was like, I put my notebook down and I stopped taking notes and Mm -hmm. I just watched it. Yeah. Well, she, she, I guess you could say she accepts her fate. Like we said, she's not happy about it. And she grabs the gun and she goes to Sam. She wants him to do the deed. She's like, I can't do this myself. I don't want to die. Like, I definitely don't want to die, but I also can't live this way. Like, I don't want to kill people. Yeah. Even though, because D- Dean even suggests the the Buffy way. I was like, we could yes, like lock you lock up every up. night. But yep. you could escape and someone will die if you yeah. escape. You know, that's kind of your MO. Someone will die every night that you turn, you know, I guess it's for a week. She doesn't want to live that way and she wants Sam to do it. He doesn't. He can't. And they just kind of stand there staring at each other, crying. And, and Dean takes it upon himself to take the knife from Madison's hand because Sam won't take it. Sam walks away. Dean walks away. And Madison is left there in her bedroom or well, they go off. This scene was so heartbreaking because Sam is well, like out of like hyperventilating, kind of crying, just like the brokenhearted. I can't believe that I have to do this. Yeah. Well, and Dean says, "Then let me. Like, yeah. I'll I'll take this one. I'll take yes. this one. Yes. You know, I, I'm the you know the unspoken is I'm the one who kills. So let me." take this burden yeah. for you so you don't yeah. have to do this yeah um which i thought spoke volumes about mm-hmm. dean he may yeah. be the killer the black and white guy in the family but he's willing to take that burden on for sam right you know and he wasn't saying it to be like machine. oh i'll just kill it i'll kill it no you know, he like, was no. he was trying to save sam the anguish from having to do it yeah yeah um and sam doesn't let him he's like no no, you can't. You can't do this. This is something I guess I have to do. She, yeah, uh, she asked. She asked me to do it. She wants me to do it, and I, I need to do it. That I, I read this. Uh, somebody. These are somebody else's words. Yeah. This episode and these moments show the devastating personal toll that yeah. Dean and Sam go through, like as hunters. Mm-hmm. Devastating personal toll. 
You know, they're not just out there shooting things or, you know, driving stakes through the hearts of things. There's a personal sacrifice that, that they willingly put themselves through. Um, and the, I mean, they take a chance of getting attached to somebody, you know, they didn't Mm -hmm. mean to, they don't go into these, these circumstances thinking, Hey, you know, I want to, I want to fall in love with this person. It's right. But you know, the, the things that you don't see that, that like, that's part of their relationship is a shared tragedy, you know, mm-hmm. not just their mom, not just their dad, you know, they're share, you know, sharing the burdens of each, of each brother's um, traumas and tragedies is, oh, so I just, I, I just wrote that devastating personal toll. That's yeah. what this episode is. Yeah. So Sam is crying. He, and, and he takes the gun, giant gun mm-hmm. from Dean. And walks out of frame. This song playing in the background. I don't know what oh, it is, but it's a very... Queensryche. Yeah, Queensryche something. It's Silent Lucidity is the name mm. of the song. Silent mm. Lucidity. It's a... But it's lilting. It's it's sad. It's... Got- you know, it's, it's another, you know, the composer audio department just matched the song perfectly for the right. mood of what's happening. Right, right. And... As the song starts playing and Sam walks out of frame, the camera cuts to Dean and Dean starts crying. You just see like a single tear mm-hmm. or two just like pour out of one eye. Yeah. And you're looking at Dean and then you hear bang. And yeah. you see Dean's face like he flinches. He, yeah. He flinches. He absolutely flinches. Blackout, end of end of episode. The song stops at the gun sh- at the gunshot. Yeah. And that's why I was like, wait, what? There's no, I thought there was going to be a wrap up, uh, um, a drive off, a happy ending. Maybe we didn't have to, there was something that I was like, wait, what? This Mm -hmm. isn't how this episode ends. He (laughs) didn't actually kill her. I didn't remember that happening. So when I saw it that first time I was doing the rewatch, I was like, wait, I, I I did the whole open mouth, wide open, you know, eyes. I was like, no. Yeah. And so when we had to go back and, and watch it again for the notes, that's why uh-huh. I was like, I cannot take notes on the scene. I just need to watch it and, and have it happen again. Yeah, yeah. Because it was heartbreaking. Oh I told God. you, I was like, this episode wrecked me. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I honestly didn't see it coming. I didn't remember that that she actually dies. I thought there was a last minute solution to it. I totally forgot that he actually kills her. Yeah. I remembered it because I remember he had such a connection with her. That's like one of the few girls that Sam actually, uh, I mean, gets to chase, so to speak, you know, but then they actually actually got the girl. Yeah. Right. He got the girl and it was actually a really good match and he really cared for her and she was super cool. And I remember him having to do that. I remember this face that he had that he made. When he looked at Dean and then walked out of frame and then you heard the gunshot. I a very vivid memory of when I first watched this episode because I was, I was like you. I was like, what? No. No. No way. Yeah. 
Uh, go ahead. Wrap it up. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, it was super sad, and I never want to watch it again. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. End of episode. Blackout credits. And I felt so devastated um, for for Dean. For yeah. Dean having going, oh, my God, my brother just had to do that. And then for Sam, who just had for to For having do- to had to do that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Especially because this from- is like the, well, I guess he did have a little bit of a connection with that art gallery chick in season one. Yeah. But. Yeah, but he chose to walk away from it. Yes. And it. And in I this mean, she one, was a cool chick, but. She was. And then this one, definitely the first like very good connection he's had since Jess, who he like took forever to get over, and right. now it's like he gets to kind of start again. He gets to he gets to live a little bit, and yeah, and now he has to kill her. The same, yeah. I, I'm sure he feels the same. Like I also killed Jess, like in kind of a backward way, right? But this you know, was someone and, he had to look at face yes, to face, yes, and point a gun at her heart. And kill her. Yeah. Uh, I, un- unreal. Uh, and so well done. So well done. And I, I read a couple of like interviews about how they did this episode. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Jared was so Stanis- Stanislavski method, which is, you know, everyone says, oh, you're so method. They're talking about the Stanislavski method, which is trying to recall a personal event to help mm-hmm. you associate this current event. So yeah. drawn something personal that you can then yeah. equate into the scene yes. you're doing. Yeah. The Think moment. of something sad in your life in order to get sad. Right. For this. And for he, instance. yeah. And so Jared pulled on the experience of, uh, at the time he had a dog, he had a family dog and he didn't shoot his dog, yeah. but he, he pulled on like, what if I had to, right. what if I had to, for no reason, kill my dog? Yeah. And not like put my dog down, but actually shoot my dog. And he's like, that's what had him was him just thinking about the heartbreak of, of having to do that to, you know, this beloved animal and, you know, us being, you know, the dog people we are, I was like reading that. I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) I can't, I even started to think about what would I have to do? Like, what would I be like if I had to do something like that to my dog? Uh I I would probably start, stop breathing. Yeah. You know, I just can't, I couldn't imagine. And uh, Jensen said that in that moment, they had built such a safe environment that even the, uh, the actress who was playing Maddie also Mm -hmm. was just like, it's okay. Just, you know, safe place, do it. Yeah. And so Jensen crying, uh, Dean crying was not scripted and it wasn't intentional. Mm -hmm. He just just was so overwhelmed by watching jared go through what he went through for that scene like what he was going through um that's why he cried and the flinch was also unintentional yeah and i was like wow talk about you know connection to your working colleagues you know and to be able to create that environment where you feel so safe that that type of vulnerability is acceptable Mm -hmm. and um allowable you know that you felt heat that Jensen felt so safe that he could just be emotional in that moment um, to the point where he was taken off guard when the gunshot happened. Yeah. You know, that he flinched. And also for, for Jared, who, mm-hmm. who was crying, he wasn't weeping and blubbering, but he was crying. His heart broke and you could see that on his face. Oh, it was real. Yeah. 
You could definitely and, see it was real crying and not like the the fake juice that they put in your eyes right. to make it look like you've been crying. Right. No, he was broken. Yeah. yeah. And I just I just fell in love with with Jensen and Jared as performers all over again. Yeah. So well done. Very well done. Well done writing. Well done directing. Well done acting on both the boys and uh, Emmanuel. Yeah. So good. Some uh, again. Season two just keeps getting better yeah. and better. So, while this episode was super heartbroken, heartbreaking, heartbroken, heartbroken, the next one is uh, completely the opposite of it because I did <laughs> watch the next one because I. Oh, you watched it full? Okay. <laughs> I did. Like, I was just going to watch a little bit of it, but then it was so lighthearted. I was like, you know what? I think I kind of need this right now. And, yeah. and I finished it. So. Is this uh, this is the the film the TV set one movie set film yes. set a movie mm-hmm. set I just remember um, Jensen eating taquitos that's all I have in my head <laughs> is you gotta try these taquitos <laughs> or something yes, like that it is that it is that one that's all I can remember or some is. kind of food it's definitely gen- a lot of Jensen <laughs> I like Jensen eating. like they really <laughs> like lay into the Jensen like or uh, Dean likes to eat oh my gosh that's great. Thing. So, so, but speaking of like next episode, yeah. can you believe we have only five left of season <gasps> what? two? Yeah. No, we have blown through season two. Season one felt like it took forever. Forever. <laughs> it was forever. And and not in a bad way, but it was just no. like, whoa. I mean, it was it was like training for a marathon and then you ran the marathon. You're like, holy crap, that was a long, yeah, that was a long haul worth it mm-hmm. but this one is like whoosh, flying by there's no way we only have five left yep wow 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 all right so next week what's the name of the next week <laughs> it was uh oh i never said it. hollywood babylon which uh, funny enough is the is the it's spelled differently but it's the name of uh one of my favorite podcasts or it used to be it's not really going that much anymore but it was a kevin smith podcast where him oh. and ralph garman who used to be one of the radio uh jocks on the um k-rock in LA. Oh no way! Yeah, he did. The, he was part of the Kevin and Bean Morning Show. <gasps> I used to listen to that. Yeah, so he was. I don't know if he had a radio name or if it was just Ralph Garman, but he did like all the crazy voices because he does impressions. But awesome. him and Kevin Smith, they just talk about like pop culture in a very crude way, and it was like one of the first <laughs> podcasts I ever listened to. But anyway, awesome. so this episode's called Hollywood Babylon. Cool. And it's I very funny. Wait. I know. I need. Uh, I can't I need wait funny. to talk about it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> After this tragedy, <laughs> I need some comedy. Yeah. So thank you everyone for tuning in this week. Don't forget to subscribe to us, follow us, rate us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you can find podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on all the social media: uh, Instagram and Facebook. We are at Salt and Burn This Pod, and Twitter. We are at Salt and Burn This. I just found out that Spotify now allows um, ratings. Oh, fabulous. So So you can rate us on Spotify too. Yep. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.